And he says, say something, say something under his breath, and you're like, what? And he's like, double them poo cake, you know? No. <laughs> get to bed, predictable. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> you're like, get to bed, he's like, bed? <laughs> predictable. Well, aftermath, baby. Aftermath, yeah. It's uh it's uh it's much better than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh yeah, it's, yeah, but I mean, what I mean is it, a lot more content, rather, should I say? Yeah, yeah, it is a very healthy offering. Yeah, I'll like, give it that. It's uh, I mean, for the price, okay, I bought it in the the UK. It's thirty two ninety nine. So I think in the, uh, the Americas, it's forty pounds. 40 pounds 40 dollars sorry uh so i can understand that you know it's got a quite a hefty price tag for it which when you see like you know the the small things that's on to offer you know it's understandably expensive but i've got to say for what you get fair game I fair game for... fair game i think the main issue with it is the fact that if you bought mortal kombat on release and you bought any dlc you're not getting the value you would that if you bought Mortal Kombat with Aftermath now because yeah, you can buy it for, for basically being an early adopter. It, it, nature of the beast with the genre really in the way DLC is being added. But like you say, I'm, I'm I'm quite surprised with the content they put on offer. It, um, it's done a good job in getting me back into Mortal Kombat 11 if I'm honest. It, I'm playing it a lot more than I thought. I thought it was just going to be a case of I would play through the story and then that was that. But I've actually been doing a lot of the towers. I was playing online earlier as well, customising the characters, having a look through the DLC. So, um, yeah, it's done a good job of keeping me, which is not something a lot of the other DLCs for fighting games have done where usually, I'll, for example, like Street Fighter V, um, when I got G, because I was really interested in him, the fascination only lasted a night or two, and then I, I was off it by playing other things. Whereas, um, so far, Aftermath is keeping hold of me. Yeah, Aftermath is um, definitely for me. I mean, to be really honest, what I did is I used to play Mortal Kombat as one of my main fighters. Um, Something that I don't know if I pulled in my first one, but um, I'll probably talk about it in the future. But I've decided because I've got so many installed that I'm just focusing on like two fighters yeah, meant, and playing about. You did mention in the in the last one. That's I what thought you were doing. I did. Yeah. So like the two, if I didn't mention, uh, are Sam Show and Mortal Kombat 11, mainly because Sam Show is as a general thing, it's just it's unique, and I love the game series. Power dunk. Power dunk again. I've got to say, aftermath, baby. Oh yeah, an aftermath baby. Yeah, that that sounds horrible, but no, aftermath for Mortal Kombat 11. That was fit times. Not gonna lie, like what, when it came out before. It, should I say before it came out? It it sounded good. I bought it like straight away as soon as it was announced. I bought it. I'm not gonna lie, but it's. I'm not. I'm not I'll just say that the aftermath of me playing aftermath is actually that it had much more content to it than I originally thought. Yes, yeah. So I'm happy with that. Uh, it's also also for the fact that there's there's little things as well. Uh, but I mean, we'll get into more about the characters, the story, and that just ahead. 
up anything to anyone um we will be talking spoilers uh we'll put this in the name anyway but because we just want to talk to each other about it feel oh, free to yeah. talk in but i just want to say spoiler alert i'm gonna i'm, I'm doing it instead of actually actually putting in sound effects it's done a good job um yeah it's got me very much more interested in mortal kombat 11 again um playing it a lot a lot more actively uh doing the towers playing online did the story um two out of the three dlc i'd say were a hit um and as i was saying to you before it's kept me just playing it casually whereas um other dlc for other fighters may have kept me interested for the character but then like a couple of day or two later not really bothered about it whereas i i'm, I'm back in that frame of mind where i just really want to get back to play mortal kombat 11. yeah and yeah. it's nothing to do with the fact that i'm playing um i think it's called blood splatter or something while i'm <laughs> talking to you blood splatter yeah it's we'll talk about that more in another uh episode we have to we do we have to no we do have a um episode plan we do, we do. specifics yeah uh i will say that the main turn off for a lot of people uh for aftermath was the de definitely the price this has been talked over yeah. by hundreds of people we know it we're not the we're not even in the first fucking 100 people that probably talked about it on any kind of internet media but yeah understandably i'm not gonna lie i bought it straight away as i said uh 32.99 in pounds on the uk store japanese store of course doesn't have it i had to go to my uk one um us i do believe is exactly 40 dollars so i can understand that if you paid 60 dollars for mortal kombat itself and then you only got three yeah. characters a big kind of update and a new story understandable but i've got to say at least i'm happier that it's it, it definitely first of all i will say we won't get to the story now but i just want to say at the beginning the story was longer than i anticipated yeah yeah um on the subject of the price and that, I think the main issue with it is the fact that if you're in a, a dirt, if you're an early adopter, so to speak, you're not getting the value back. Like if you already own Combat Pass One, in theory, there should already be a discount because people could can buy Mortal Kombat Eleven and all the DLC for the same price you paid just for Mortal Kombat Eleven on its release. Yeah, because I do know people that didn't get it because at the time, you know, it could be monetary issues. It could be just for the fact that they had too many games to play, backlog, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that I know people that when it came to it and I said, hey, I've got War Combat 11. They were like, oh, well, I can get that Combat Pass 1 and the new Aftermath expansion for like an extra, what, like 20 quid or 15 quid or whatever, 10 quid, I don't know. But I know it was like relatively near. So for myself, it was like a big, it was kind of like a big fucker in a way. But I got the, well, in quotes, ultimate dish or deluxe or whatever, where I had the combat pass one, the main game. I also spent an extra five pounds 
on a because uh, when you got combat pass one you got all the different costumes with it of course uh but there was one pack they released which was a halloween pack from last year which cost five quid and because they look pretty nice i got them uh for Ryden, yeah. jade and cabal cabal's one was the coolest even though they were like oh it's hockey mask man like oh yeah, yeah so it's you know our friendly friday the 13th lad uh but no the jade one even though i don't use her just if, if if she got some buffs or changes that were much to my liking uh same with raiden and same with cabal then yeah i would pick you know it's nice to have those as like the the costumes um, yeah but no if we get into talking about aftermath um let's get one of the bigger kind of like part, parts out first uh I'll, I'll I'll put in the description when we stop talking about it, but the story. So we're going to go, as we said, full out spoilers. Uh, if yeah. you did care about the story or you just wanted to play without looking on YouTube uh, or, or play the game or whatever, then, of course, please skip to what I say in the description. Otherwise, uh, yeah, here we go. Boom. So <laughs> here we go. Boom. Uh, here we go, boom. After my... I mean, right, Ed Boom said before, he did an interview prior to... Uh, literally, I think I covered a days before it for some, uh, well, of course, to spread more information, even though everyone pretty much knew uh, regarding it. They were like, okay, there's five chapters and they're longer than the average chapter. Yeah. Yeah. He's not wrong uh -huh. there. He's absolutely right because uh, there were, oh, there was five chapters. But no, it, there were some that I felt, yeah, I remember playing a chapter back in the day and really getting into the chapter and suddenly, oh, you know, you're playing as Dave from Swindon. I'm like, oh, uh, uh -huh. Alright, fair, fair game, let's move over to them. But I was kind of getting into this part and I'll see like the aftermath of that later. Hey. <laughs> but for now, it's yeah, I mean first and foremost, I'll say what they are and I wanna ask you a question. So first of all, no. yeah, chapter I don't I'm gonna call it aftermath one because I don't remember if it was chapter thirteen or twelve and I don't wanna fuck myself over. So aftermath yeah. chapter one, Nightwolf, aftermath chapter two um fuck me who was that I, I, t two's got me now um because three was fujin uh four was sindel and shao khan and five was shang Tsung. shang Tsung. uh who was two though that's got me now shiva uh, oh that night night wolf shiva yeah yeah um, so shiva yeah so um yeah uh first of all i just want to go through as they go so if you don't know, which you most probably don't, because I don't really make it known, but uh, I, I'm a I'm a Nightwolf main. Uh, my history with Nightwolf is pretty much zero. I've probably uh, in Ultimate three Ultimate trilogy, I played around with him, but literally I just went one match, two match. Shows sure how little you played with him because it was free and, and trilogy and Ultimate, not Ultimate free trilogy. No, that's what Come I mean. On. No, that's that's. No, it isn't. Is. Is. Totally have you seen? Have you seen this guy? Have you seen? How he's talking. He's talking down to me, like he's yeah. like he knows about combat more. <laughs> like he knows about the things and the stuff. Yeah, like he know about brain do the stuff. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. You just... yeah Night Nightwolf was um. Yeah, you're a Nightwolf main. Um. He's up sweet. until aftermath, I didn't have the DLC, but um, I give it. I give him a try. The other day, he seemed pretty sweet. I can see why you would main such a handsome fella. Such a handsome, ha handsome man. No, but literally, I never touched him oh, in any any previous game he was in. It's more the 3D ones. I 
I don't. I, I rented some of those boys, but they were kind of like more. I don't know. Maybe I was just like. Yeah. I wants to say it was in Deception, but I I don't remember him from it. I, I'm. He's gonna be in Armageddon, isn't it? Because they, they were yeah. all in Armageddon. It's but with Nightwolf, I mean, mainly when I talk about it myself, I mainly focus on the original three for characters. Uh, when I say the yeah, original yeah. three, I mean when I when I mean three, I also include trilogy and ultimate. Yeah. Um. As well. Um. So that's why I'll ju I'm just gonna say three is like a collective. So with Nightwolf, I he was it's like the royal we, but with a number three instead. Exactly. Is uh yeah, I picked him up and I just um I had I have fun with him. Did he have it? He's a fun boy. It was fun. Uh, yeah, so he kicked it off. Um, that was good. It was, it was, yeah, it was better than a fault. To be fair, when you, when you look at it and you, you see the advertisement for Aftermath and you're like, right, the main characters are Shang Tsung, Fujin and Nightwolf. And at first you get, you think, right, who on earth picked all them? Were they randomly picked out of a hat? Or, because... Aside from Shang Tsung, who's generally a... He's always kind of a main in the Mortal Kombat games, apart from when they kill him off. Um, yeah. Fujin, I know, has a fan base, but I don't... I certainly wouldn't... No, pardon me, sorry. Fujin put him was... in the upper echelon of the combat cast. Fujin was and more of a... You know, Nightwolf's just head. Nightwolf, isn't it? I don't, I, Nightwolf, it, it was just a bizarre... Nightwolf kind of. is a big old. I'd give that a fair game because num because in nine it, they definitely change. I, re I don't remember him in nine, which is really daft because no. I know he had a big part of it. I am currently going through nine again. I know he did have a big part in that, as mentioned through Sindel, but they did a really good job in kind of showing how much work they've put into not only him as a character but giving you enough time to play as him and how good he actually controls i, re I really enjoyed his chapter that's why yeah because he's he's in his chapter uh i've got to say like the variant that i use some of the attacks aren't available so my muscle memory when i was playing it i was like oh shit why isn't like electric arrow coming out or why isn't um his his wolf uh his like strength i forgot what it's called i think it's strength it's something with strength and fury in it was so it basically gives you a bit of a buff as well as if you do the um advanced version um it gives you like one frame of like one free frame i guess mm -hmm. like not really that's wrong so you get basically you get a block so uh, out of it as well which is quite good uh like an instant block from it so yeah there were things that kind of threw me off i mean prior to this i'm happy that i got Minus Shao Kahn, because that was you know it was a uh, it, it was thrown in thrown in there for a good reason, but in in my way, I mean, I, I mean I, I went it's gonna be uh, there people I think it was like a leak said there's gonna be about five or six, so I said okay, so it's gotta be Nightwolf and Sindel because they're um they're from of course the original and Shang Tsung because they're from the original pack. Of course we see yes. we we see Nightwolf in it, but I mean this was. When we saw when we saw the original trailer, which was just like, "Don't do that, Liu Kang, you big knob," uh, you know, you you saw like the three people, and we already knew who was in it, so it was just like, "Okay, so it's gonna be you're gonna have a story. It's gonna be Shiva, Fujin, Nightwolf, Shang Tsung, Sindel. 
there we go that's about five chapters i don't know who the sick one will be and then when he came out and said by the way lads five chapters it was like okay so that's what it's going to yeah. be because the other dlc characters were of course terminator joker and spawn so it was that's what came out of the six dlc characters we knew we had combat pass one and two mainstays the more combat ones uh but in terms of the story yeah nightwolf one was good if we move on to shiva that was interesting yeah. uh you know I, I mean the story itself shiva's one was quite interesting with the fact that like every single person at least it was i felt it was quite believable with the shang Tsung thing like even though it was every chapter was like shang Tsung, that sorcery bastard they're like <laughs> they're like why well, well, are you trusting shang Tsung? oh well he's good this time <laughs> well, i'll take everyone's word for it it was at least it had a little fight behind it i thought not a massive one i'm not going to give it that much yeah. praise but it did have praise for at least why 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 it wasn't like no i'm going to sit here and we're going to have a fucking we're going to get the judge we're going to get the prosecution the defender we're going to go phoenix right ace attorney on this shit it was literally just sit down and like like at least they had a talk for a little bit it made it more realistic like fine if you say so blah 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 um but no, no, she, she, yeah. Next one, Fujin. Fujin's one. Can I just say it's this? All right. I didn't want to talk about Shiva's story. No, I, yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> the point. I didn't want you to. No, joking. Go ahead, you, go, my mank chum. Yeah, um, Shiva's story. Thought was well gone, good, well gone, well done. Well good. Um, as you said, uh, there was a lot of. It was a lot more believable because even though it was kind of our oh, Shang Tsung and everyone had the issue with him, he played he played a lot on the whole fact that her and Sindel are bonded by blood, and was kind of like, well, you may have sworn your allegiance to Katana Khan, but do you remember your original one, which I thought was really great when it played back into it a bit later on. Um, Character-wise, I thought she was really fun to play with. Um, the fireball is a lot better than I thought it would be. What, the main fireball or the the forehand fireball? Both. I, um, I remember like the stomp was always key. Yeah, she had the dragon drop, yeah. The, the fireball, I thought, was, is very, very useful in this one, to be fair. But do you mean like the just a single ampl one you can amplify? Or oh, you, both you... of them. I thought both of them. It was um, the speed it come out at uh, made it very. It, 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 it was a useful tool anyway. Especially with the drag and drop, where uh, when you're playing the story and the AI is dumb as a fucking bag of nails. Yeah, and it's not that way. Look here's your woman and your fly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so cheapest it was good. Um, little scrap with Kotal Khan. He's he is the jobber of the series. Him, he's. Oh, we will get to that part later, won't we? When we get to. He, he's, he's. I kind of feel sorry for him because when they're showing him off in turn, I thought like, this is good. This is the guy. This is the next Sharon Khan, and he's he's Gilbert in equivalent to Goldberg for any wrestling fans. Khan to Shao, yeah. Like, He's, uh, but yeah, um, Fujin. Fujin. Um, I want to preference this for something very quickly that I'll, I, I, I was going to get on it later, but I'll do it now. 
the person who, tangent. the per, no 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 it's it's serious <laughs> because it's smiley it's fucking fujin the if throughout the whole fucking story the person who does the motion capture for fujin there are just scenes when it zooms in on his face he looks so fucking smug like out of nowhere yes. it'll be like fujin five plus five ten mega smug face it's like you know it's not even like a big feel like when they went I mean, we'll talk about this later, but here's the crown. Before he takes it, he's got this little, like, little kind of, like, stroke smirk, like... <laughs> yeah. I did love how in every single scene, when no one's talking to Shang Tsung, he has got the biggest shit-eating grin on his <laughs> face ever. Can I... And there's a scene very yeah. much later on towards the end, actually, where I think it... I can't remember who's talking. I want to say it's, Fu... it's either Fujin or Shang Tsung or Liu Kang. No, it's... Liu Kang and Raiden talking and Raiden saying something and Liu Kang is looking at him like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> There's, there, there is loads of parts of that, but with Fuji especially... They, I think they had fun with the motion capture in they, that one. Oh, they definitely did. They, they, ha- they hand it up to the 90s. I love it. It's, with uh, the Fuji, I've got to say, because I'm going to touch down a little bit more uh possibly later because i this is the one thing that i had set up from yesterday and i i can't find i well, i say I can't find my notes i think i i was doing a big clean uh doing a big old late spring cleaning in my home and i think i threw it away but basically i wrote down the frame data for fujin and fujin's actually worse than shao Kahn, like pre aftermath his he looks flashy he's fun to play to watch if, if you're like showing off to someone who's not too knowledgeable about specific things with the fighting mm-hmm. like fighting games and just watching it they'll think oh man that combo was amazing i could probably do half the amount of combo well ha- like if he, if he does like a a, a, a a massive well combo in quotes um and it looks extremely flashy you're actually doing probably the same amount for someone that actually has like like a, a, a free hit into a special and an amplified he's going ha 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 and also as well his frame data in general is quite bad like he has really bad startups i I'm, i feel really annoyed because i wrote it down for the specific like startups he's got like he's got like a really bad startup on um his little uh wind kick thing i don't know i think i i want i don't want to say it wrong because i have in my mind uh minus 17 frames uh, i think for sets for startup so that's i just know basically google it have a little look around look at the frame data for it because he does have or just play the game he has bad frame data and it's really annoying because i was really looking forward to him he looked too flashy for his own good but that's what's come out apparently we could then pre aftermath shell khan and that's saying something he's still it's no good um but we weren't talking about that we were talking story yeah we will but that's why that's why I no 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 don't we will but let's, let's, get, back, get back on track it's this is how the north treats the south this is what they do they shame it us it is <laughs> shame shame that's but <laughs> come on anyway uh story wise I love. Can I just say? I know we're gonna. That we, if I, this isn't about Fujin's story, then no, you can't. Fujin's what? <laughs> Fujin went from I'm this I'm this guy to 
hey, Raiden, I'm your brother. But the thing is, though, they don't touch on brother as in blood-related. I know gods, but, like, Cetrion and Shinnok are the children of um, Kronika, right? So, like, the way they do it is blood by blood. Whereas Raiden and Fujin, I'm assuming that they're brothers. No, I'm not I, I'm not a fucking historian on Mortal Kombat, but I'm pretty sure they were just Earthrealm gods. Like, we got old... We got... Historian on... <laughs> We've got Thunder Tits. A Mortal Kombat historian. Have that you... is a job I want. <laughs> there's, a YouTuber out, uh, there's a YouTuber out there, the Mortal Kombat historian. You got can't take his job. He's, a, he's He seems like a good lad. He knows he knows his stuff, but I don't. That's why I'm pretty <laughs> sure, from what I remember, from Mortal Kombat 4 and all that, the the pre I know it's a previous timeline, but still it's like a re It's the same kind of timeline that would about. be like the weirdest thing of the timelines to change because nine didn't really change too much but that would be bizarre if in the events of mortal kombat 9 actually for some reason changed fujin and raiden to be re actually related makes sense because i'll go i'm not this in a tangent this is just a fact for the fact that in the original ones um melina melina was created differently melina was like uh, an experiment rather than actually being uh, like Katana's sister with the DNA of Baraka's mates. I have just checked and can confirm Fujin is Raiden's brother. But it's biological, or he's just just Biolo like... biological. Oh, okay. Is that what in the old ones? Yeah. Uh, no, it was actually really revealed in the main story for Eleven. Fujin is revealed to be Raiden's brother. At some point in time, Fujin left the Sky Temple to live among the humans. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about like I'm talking about like original, like the the past timeline, the original one, like four and mythologies and all that. Like where I, I'm gonna assume it was, just for the fact I don't think they fleshed it out. Fleshlight it out. Um, Fujin was written to be Raiden's brother in Mortal Kombat 4's official story guide, although this was never mentioned in the game. Oh, okay. That's so that's I think it was. Uh, I think it was one of them years, but they never actually outright said it, and then did in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, it's like fair game. It's um, fair play. You you kind of see. It. I mean, I mean, look at Shinnok and fucking Chronica. Chronica looks like she's the the daughter of them two. But anyway, to get I back... enjoyed playing them in Fujin story mode. <laughs> in Fujin story, see see how they treat me. This is how he. This is how he treats me. Like when, when apart from when we're playing Sam's show and you go, yay, 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 and I'm like, stop it, you, stop it, you. Anyway, to get back on track after uh, Fujin's storyline, um, the fact that can I just say because this is within Fujin's storyline, like I was going on before, the fact that he was like the guy who they gave the crown to and the guy out of the three people like Shiva is in the main game she's back yay we ain't seen Fujin since uh, Cinematic in 10 Robocop oh my god and then Fujin is like the guy who's just like every second puts on the crown and goes <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, anyway what do you what do you think you, about the old Fujin story then I thought, do you not think it was a bit tight how we had like in his chapter one of the fights was a Sindel instead of him like for some like, reason, I actually like. He couldn't, I think it's um, it's second to last. It's when they reach the island, and then you play a Sindel randomly in his chapter. It's Sindel and Nightwolf versus uh, who is it versus though? I can't remember who it's versus, uh, but I don't. Yeah. Sindel and Nightwolf. Uh, uh, 
thing, Kronika's daughter. Oh, Citrion, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like... Because the one who can hurt her, and then Fujin just burst through the ground. I was like, oh, that was my fight. Yeah, um, yeah, because oh, yeah. I just want to say, well, I looked away at that point. Like, I literally, like, when it was doing it, I thought, oh, there's a bit of a cutscene. I turned around, and uh, that's when I was, like, doing some cleaning. So I'm like, no, I'm, like, cleaning some extra stuff up, moving some stuff around. I turned back, and then was like, can you fight Nightwolf? I'm like, did I just miss, like, the part come up saying chapter so-and-so Sindel? Like, I generally thought I'd, I'd missed, like, that part pop up. Yeah, it, it was bizarre, but um, yeah, Fujin was pretty good. He was, it was generally his story. I know Night, Nightwolf had that really strong first chapter, but it was mostly the Fujin show featuring Shang Tsung. You, the, what annoyed me is throughout the entire DLC, you were just waiting for Shang Tsung to be Shang Tsung. You knew it was coming. Everyone knew it was coming and it, it uh, yeah. Uh, that, for me, was the focus of it. I was just waiting for, to turn around and go, and none of you saw this coming. But that comes a bit later, because we're on to what was my favourite chapter. Uh, yeah, old Sindel uh, and, and, big old Anne there. Khan. Shao Khan, the man. The man who's like, I'm yeah. dying. Ah! Oh, so that, that, chap oh, that, that chapter, to me... Yeah. Felt like it was a giant apology for putting him in 11 and doing nothing with him, but getting him <laughs> flopped a few times. I like just... they kind of realised that we, we already have a punching bag with Koto Khan, so let's put Shao in. I just love the fact that it's um, like not even just story. Like he's he's had buffs, but he hasn't had anything that's put him above a certain like area. Like he would always be. He would always be that slow with okay damage. He would never be he's slow, yeah, but if you know, if you get in one of his mix ups, you're fucked. It was always if you get as well as these mix ups. Oh. So onto the next part it would be it'd literally be like it's like Shao Kahn un unfortunately he never got major buffs. He got minor buffs, but he was still like one of the worst players. And then and the fact that he was number one, the DLC uh, the um, pre-order DLC that you could you had to wait in order to purchase him separately if you wanted him and yeah. the fact that he yeah he never really got buffed so imagine buying it missing out on buying getting him as day one and then like you're like oh I love him I get to play Shao Kahn yeah let's do this and then he's like one of the worst characters in the roster yeah um doesn't have much to do with his story though does it see see <laughs> see, see this one, I've got to keep you on track of why the episode's going on far too long and we get nowhere with it. So, Shao Kahn, Sindel, power couple, destroying everyone as they should be. How and good was that? You get to choose uh, either raw. I will say, I do like, okay, the bits I do like, number one, I like the whole, number 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 one, I do like the whole, goes up to Sonya, goes up to Cassie, knocks the shit out of them, but then Johnny Cage, past Johnny Cage, actually grows a ball, grows balls. And basically goes, come on then, but you know what's going to happen. You've got fucking Johnny yeah. Cage. But Johnny Cage has got that green power, blah, blah, blah. Mediterranean, sorry. Uh, up against Shao Kahn. You beat him up as Evil Raw. That's what I like about that. You get the Evil Raw choice. Um, both of them very fun characters. I struggled with that because as much, I love playing as Sindel and she's become one of my favourite characters. But I do have that love for Shao Kahn. I've played so, both quite a bit, but not Sindel. 
I thought I'd have more fun with Shao Kahn, but I have fun with Sindel in general. In the story, when they she had her flying banshee, one of her fly, uh, the flying banshee is one of her moves. I was happy because that's one of my favourites. Just I used to have more of a scream in the flying banshee, where when you have the flying banshee, you literally just like in midair throw the banshee towards the opponent and then if you amplify it you appear where the banshee is so you get like a teleport as well as you attack teleport it had that in every one of them when you get further in i will say when it started off with the whole shang sun going everything's going to plan white haired lady uh yeah it was pretty much like yeah okay we saw where they was gonna go but it's shang sung like if you what, uh, if you know shang sung what you know i did like yeah was the fact that they've always tried to play off this whole Sindel wasn't actually evil, she was a hero, she was mind-washed, and then they've just turned around and this gun, no, no, she wasn't. She just let everyone believe that because it was easier because she she was evil. That's that's the one thing that I'm I'm not disappointed about. I just find it it's it's a nice unique look at it. But I was hoping it would be like the original timeline where she generally was actually under Shao Kahn's kind of mind thing through Shang Tsung. The thing is, this raises the question now because everyone has done this whole, uh, is, is, is she still under, is she under the mind control and that? And this really puts the doubt in was she ever in the, under the mind control, which um, I think is, is a bit better for her character. Number one, I do want to pull out for the fact that uh, one of the sillier things I thought is when a, when when two characters are fighting in the storyline uh, in in this aftermath story mode, sorry, the character would absolutely beat the shit out of the other character if they're dead. They're dead. Shiva basically died, but she didn't. It was basically Sindel knocked the shit out of her, and it was like, okay, everybody, you're gonna follow me. Okay, you four four armed twats, you're gonna follow me now because oh, uh, Katana beat your queen up. Or, or was it Katana has gone against us and blah 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 so you know it's it, it, the fact that they kind of killed off Shiva without anything like you fight her and you knock her down and she's dead and then like because she has to be dead otherwise she would come up and go Katana wait a second okay I'm gonna join the fight with you because your mum's a fucking bitch she knocked the shit out of me yeah yeah so, so that was weird um other than that good good story a lot of Jinsei a Jinsei um thing being used like kotal could you get out of the thing speaking of kotal that was that was actually a that was actually a kick as a Mortal combat 10 main user of kotal i was kotal reptile in 10 in 11 a bit of kotal but then i moved on but still having kotal basically i'm revived and then i don't trust you and then later on in this chapter um just having his head fucking thrown off a ship in front of the camera like you don't see yeah. his death just and he's in front of the cameras like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, that's good old Ed Boone going, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, latest, latest, mate. Latest yeah, I don't, know. I don't know what they're doing with Kotal Khan. They just seem to be making him the bitch of the game, which that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. But it's just a bit weird how <laughs> there was so much promotion on him in 10. And now he's just kind of a low-tier character again. Tusty! And then we're on to the final, the, f the final big old one, the one we were all waiting for, we knew it was coming, Shang Tsung's story. Shoot. Yeah, after every, after he turned around, actually, I played you like fools, and everyone was actually like... <gasps> what I did like was the fact that Cheryl Khan was that arrogant that he generally thought Shang Tsung was going to work for him. 
I thought you that said. Bit <laughs> Sorry. Thor was brilliant. No, no tangent. Just want to say one quick thing, and that's I thought you said Cheryl Cole, and it made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Shell Khan. Yeah, no, with Shell Khan. I thought was a tainted. It's it, <laughs> Ashley No. <laughs> Uh, but with, uh, with 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 Shang Tsung's one, uh, I just want to say, pre-reference it with you said that the Cinder and Shao Kahn was your favorite. This was my favorite um, because I knew it was coming. But I like I liked it when in a way I wanted it to because I my personal thoughts first, and then we'll get into what exactly happened. But yeah okay i like fuji i like Ryder. we want the good guys to win everything but i'm the kind of person that still throughout the whole thing when well i was like oh shang Tsung, no don't don't come on don't don't i know you're going to but don't then when shao khan was being shao khan i went come on shang Tsung, come on you can't come on come, come do it you could do it you could do it i was really looking forward to shang Tsung being the for once i say for once but being the you know the bigger person as you said he's it's the one where Shao Kahn didn't expect yeah somehow didn't like, expect Sh it. Khan, because he Shao Kahn's weakness is his arrogance uh, oh, that, yeah you're right it, it's it's well documented through the series just how untrustworthy Shang Tsung is I mean he killed him in Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance so well he killed our Shang Tsung, it turns out. Ah, Cheryl Khan, it was just a clone, as they do. Yeah, as you, but, as you um, do. Yeah, brilliant little chapter. Um, I loved it. Shang, it was really good to see Shang Tsung in that kind of position again. The fact that, also, number one, the fact that uh, they actually got... Uh, to actually do like a whole story not just like a character i was so happy with yeah. because i'm not gonna lie i've mentioned this before but mortal kombat 95 even though people sh somehow shit on the movie not as much as the sequel obviously but still that's still probably one of my favorite it's in my top 10 i love that movie yeah um it is a great, and, great and film. the fact they brought him back for this and the fact that he's actually really fun to play as well and and keeps like the old Shang Tsung and stuff, and then even in the story, he's still very Shang Tsung, even though it's like a new time. I mean, I know Shao Kahn is and other characters are, but I mean Shang Tsung's still very. Even though he's portrayed, he's pretty much exactly the same. And the fact yeah, they didn't change his character. It's 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 fantastic. God. And it's I will say like there's one thing I was waiting for because I was like I don't I don't know how this is gonna end in the end, but. There is one thing that pre-Nightwolf I wanted to talk about at, on this chapter very quickly, and that's when, um, when Liu Kang is like, yeah, Fuji, can I talk to you for a minute? And walks off. Yes. The whole thing, I was like, what is that? What is that? I know that's going to be... I know that's the... Um, in Japanese, they call it the... Uh, oh, they call it, oh sorry. Uh, the, basically, it's called the, uh, tr well, the, the Trump card in it. Um but it's uh, it, it's it's basically like his his final thing. Like I knew it was going to be that, but throughout the whole thing, I'm like wondering what's going on uh, before we get to that. But when it's you know, like for example, when he does when he takes their souls, we've seen that when he takes their souls, they go into like a, a skeletal form, and he does it to the gods to uh, Fuji and Raiden. And I was like, okay, so he's doing that to them, but they're not going to a skeletal form. But it, I was in my mind like. This is probably going to end in a in a way that it's going to be more 
a remake again or it's just going to be the end or whatever yeah. therefore if he kills off the gods it doesn't really matter so i thought okay maybe they're gods they don't go into a skeletal form but then when we get to the part where of course you know they walk in front of shang Tsung, like yeah i know he's super powerful but we're you know like you said he's they're arrogant um and he's like ah then he just like takes their souls and they go into a skeletal form shao khan's like you know he's he's up there i mean he's also half dragon so i don't know how that would work but still he gets pretty much uh skeletalized i guess and then um yeah uh i i do like i do like the new the new look as well like the actual kind of like when when he when he gets the power back and he turns young and he's got like the crown on you can actually have that as a um as a new it's one of the new costumes uh something that i noticed we, we you were talking about before how Shang Tsung like how he had that shit eating grin in when when he was older he yeah he had the shit eating grin but when he was in his like reformed younger self he had what I thought was like um, I forgot what it's called what do you call it? like a um, something lip you know with the you know when it kind of has like a, uh, a cleft lip that's it yeah he had like a cleft lip kind of face and like half the time when he was younger version he was like. <laughs> um and it just made him like every time he did it it was always a smirk like if you were playing la noir and then you had to go up and go okay are you the killer you'd be like no <laughs> yeah um i did sort of notice that yeah but um as i say i was more taken by the fact that whenever anyone was going are you gonna trust shang sung he is literally stood there doing the mr burns fingers <laughs> like, he was willing <laughs> They they're gonna trust me and they shouldn't. He's, he was the proper like he did the yeah he did because he had all his fingers like that and he's like no after you like okay yeah all right yeah I'm gonna walk in front of you. It it, it was it was it was so funny because it was just so cheesy nineties in the fact he was so blatantly evil and everyone knew it, but for some reason they all felt like they had to go along with it because this one time. You might not have been trying to screw them over. I do love the story. You, can, you can't even feel bad. You don't even feel like it was a dick move on his heart, his behalf, because you knew he was going to do it. He knew he was going to do it. Everyone knew he was yeah. going to do it. Even, It'd have been a letdown if he didn't. I, I just love the fact that, like, what we were talking about, where Liu Kang pulls Fujin away. I just thought Liu Kang's going right. So what I need to do is. So basically, Shang Tsung's gonna be a dick. He's gonna be the winner out of all of this. He's gonna put the crown in. You've got to take a little dive, and then once you've done that, I'll pop in and then give him a little slap about. It's the yeah. fact that Fujin was just like, even though he knew that, he went, uh, "Don't, don't you dare try to do the naughty." And it's especially yeah, at that time when he's like, "Here's the crown." That was a bit of a thing when he's like, "Here's the crown" in the story mode, and uh, oh, yeah. Raiden takes it and is like. Shang Tsung, you naughty sorcerer. And he changes back and goes, is, is your crown back? Like, trying to do that five-second kind of... Actually, no, even though I'm absolutely sus as fuck, I'm not the bad guy here. And in the next scene's like, oh, yes, Shao Kahn, Sindel, I am bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, uh, on to the ending. Uh, when, when, I'm, when I mean the ending, I mean, of course, you, know, you go against Kronika. I felt Kronika was super easy as a... Yeah. Actual... Like, she didn't have too much fur. And also, I don't know about yourself, but I had to do it twice because I wasn't paying attention the first time. But uh, when she summons that person, 
when you play like the classic towers or whatever in the normal game they'll yeah it'll be a different person i got the same person both times so i knocked her about she sent out katana beat the shit out of katana she came back beat the shit out of her katana came up did her in final bit done like it was always right. like i never got like beat her up shao khan beat him yeah back to chronica then uh, and then Liu kang and then back to her again and with uh after that we had the whole Liu kang ha the whole thing was my plan um i have Liu kang he he who who and then you do the whole uh choose your destiny which i kind of like the whole there was actually a choice at the end i wasn't generally thinking that i thought it would be the final bat battle shang Tsung versus either su new super chronica or Liu kang upgraded again or whatever like raiden uses and fujin combine their powers so it's now fire wind thunder god Liu kang or some other shit um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah you you tell me how you felt about both both uh endings um the bad ending i honestly thought was the more interesting of the two i was talking to a friend about this the other day well i say the other day That's it was earlier um and Basically, despite the fact they said like aftermath, it's gonna, it's this giant new story content. It's gonna, the way it was marketed was kind of gonna change everything. Realistically, aftermath DLC was a trip around the houses to end up at exactly the same point as where the game ended the first time. It was like end game if the writer just kind of gave up and life and went, yeah, here's the script. Avengers. Yeah, it was. For me, it was like, right, it ended with Shang, Shang Tsung, Liu Kang trying to sort the time out, Shang Tsung turns up, and then it still ended with Shang, with Liu Kang sorting the timeline out. All it was was this, the basic gun, oh, he needed a crown, so all this needs to happen. Where really it didn't, because it didn't change the ending whatsoever. The, the designed ending was still there, in which Liu Kang changes the timeline to his perfect new era. I do like the fact that he does go at, uh, when he comes back. He's like, "Oh, I thought you had to stay in area." He's like, "Nope, I had to send you back." He's like, "Well, I don't know how otherwise it would work, but Liu Kang, can you just go pop, uh, defeat loads of people, grab the crown, back, pop it on?" But he's like, "No, this is this is how I saw how this new future would this separate timeline would go." It was very very made just very very mortal combat yeah just very uh, i see a lot of people like really going like over the top like oh my god it was so bad it's like yeah but it's mortal combat like it it's got like the law is interesting but the stories told are very vanilla as f like vanilla would be absolutely a shame to be called vanilla the what i find with mortal combat is Especially when you look at it in the terms, you had Shang Tsung, brilliant bad guy, Shao Kahn, brilliant bad guy, Quan Chi's kind of iconic, if but not on the scale of the other two. Then you've got like Shinnok, Onaga, Chronica, who kind of all fall off a cliff and they crap, they can't. But the way Mortal Kombat's done with its fatalities and that, 
they can only write on so far before, as you see, like Mortal Kombat 9 and now with 11, where they have to reset the timeline. They can only take it so far before they realise, right, we can't do anything else. But they write themselves into a hole every couple of games. I I'm not going to lie, as we're talking about stories from Mortal Kombat, I'm not going to lie, I, I, even though I didn't play too much of it, from what I played and from what I read later on when I really got into Mortal Kombat 9 when it came out, I like the idea of Onaga, um, where he takes over, like, in the original timeline, it was Reptile's uh, blood or Reptile's body, and he's, like, using his blood slash body, he comes back, and then in this, in this, uh, in this one, you know, people are like, oh, Mortal Kombat 13, uh, 13, 12, all could be Onaga in a different way, and then there's this bloody um, intro where, uh, I f who was it, I think it was Baraka's just like, <laughs> It was like Onaga used Goro's body, and it's just like, yeah, he did fight. Like, wow, okay, thanks. It's like they throw him out there as just a piece of shit. Like Blaze, okay, Blaze was just kind of, by the way, these guys. Yeah, Bla Blaze was. Oh, that, God knows, I can't even explain what was Blaze like... was. He was, he was an he was a Easter egg gone wrong. In there's Red Dragon, Black Dragon, Red Dragon. I think it's Red Dragon, Black Dragon, Red Dragon, Good, Black Dragon, Bad. Oh, there's actually dragons. They told them to do their shit. In the end, Blaze is big naughty. Defeat Blaze. In the end, Blaze Blaze go big. Who want Blaze power? And then Mortal Kombat Nine happens. Uh, from that but it's just it's just the fact that onaga was this like really big like thing and now he's just like in an intro where yeah baraka's like oh goro used his body and you think oh shit goro before it was reptile and onaga was that strong and now it's goro that makes it sound really interesting and she was like yeah and then he died and it's just fight like end of like we're not going to talk about yeah this. That's all you get. it's like they still want to kick the idea of onaga around but they didn't know how yeah. to quite put him in this new timeline. I'm still happy for something that I'm going to get onto later, uh, but I wanted to end it by saying my, myself, I agree that I will say that the Lu, in terms of canon, the Liu Kang ending I thought was really good. When he's like Kung Lao, I generally was like, are you talking like original Kung Lao? Are you talking the Kung Lao, the playable Kung Lao we know? Like not the original one that was killed by uh, Goro, but the... The, the, the one we know like which one is it because it looked like the, the yeah. one we know but is he gone that far back that it's the original Kung Lao and he's starting the whole thing off from an earlier timeline or like what I don't know but then but I, I'm not gonna lie like, I did that one first and I really liked it but I find the Shang Tsung one for the fact that they walk up to him Shang Tsung's like fucking 50 feet tall on this massive throne like hello <laughs> like he's not even fighting the other <laughs> titans he's just kind of chilled out on this massive throne like sup Raiden sup Fujin sup lads what we gotta do oh we gotta take over we've taken over every realm next is the uh, order realm the chaos realm okay end like oh yeah cool like I'm I, I, it wasn't bad, but it was just the fact that it was it was clearly like, no, 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 the, 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 the Liu Kang one's canon. This one, you know, just... What I don't quite understand is what Neverrealm's fascination is with trying to write Raiden out of the story every single time. <laughs> but then they bring him back. It's like... That's what they do with them all. Like Liu Kang has replaced him in this new, new, new timeline. But you know for a fact Raiden's going to come back at some point. It's it's pretty much with Mortal Kombat 10, where it was, uh, hey, here are the combat kids. 
Oh, you don't <laughs> want the original ones? Okay. Basically, they didn't want to do a Soul Calibur 5. Where's Taki? Oh, we've got New Ninja Girl. Where's uh, Sophitia? Yeah. Cassandra. You know, stuff like that. They didn't want that to happen, so they kind of went, Dude, Cassie... Uh... Uh, oh, here's Johnny anyway. Here's Sonya. Oh. Mortal Kombat's one of them that goes through that phase with every other game, really. They can't, like, when you, you had Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, and then the Mortal Kombat 3 with no ninjas, and then there was the uproar, yeah. and then you had Mortal Kombat 4, which no one really talks about. The first big foray into 3D, and they killed Liu Kang in the intro. I. Bring him back as a zombie, and then. Yeah, I. 9 kind of brought everyone back, and look, we know who you want. Tended the combat kids. I do do a lot of other things. Before, I'll, I'll end this tangent here, but I just want to say I do love the fact that they went, damn you, Street Fighter, uh, Cobra. And then they make a guy who looks and plays it kind of like, looks exactly like Ken, plays kind of like Ken if Ken absolutely just forgot what he was doing in his own life. And, and it's a very forgettable character. But then again, was he Black Dragon? Yeah. Right. He looked exactly like Ken. Um, yeah, uh, Deadly Alliance. Yeah. Uh, but no, with that, with that saying, that's the story. I mean, as a whole story, how did you feel about it? As a, as a, how did you feel first of all as as like a standalone kind of like five chapters, and and also how did you feel as kind of like the extended ending of the whole Mortal Kombat Eleven story? Um, well, I, I kind of said my piece on it then, but um, really, it was a very, it was a good little two hours to be back into the Mortal Kombat story, as the cinematic stories have been great. But it seemed to me it was kind of like an apology or a rewrite from Neverround to say, "Oh, sorry, we forgot to put Shang Tsung and Cheryl Khan in." prominent story positions so here's two hours of them causing all kinds of chaos and then we'll, we'll, we'll just further cement Liu Kang as the greatest good in this universe and end it exactly where we ended it at the same time before it, it, a nice distraction but I don't think it from a story perspective for me it didn't really change much and it it's like in um the first chapter with Nightwolf where the Collector turns up and I was like, oh great, more time screen time with the Collector and you got one fight and he didn't even fight the person he wanted to fight. Yeah. And then again, Aaron Black, he he turned up, great, we're going to get more with him. Uh, no. It was... Um, it was about equal hits as it was misses. I enjoyed it. It was a decent enough length for a story DLC, but it didn't really further anything. And even though it did give me more screen time with Cheryl Khan and Shang Tsung, which I wanted, and Sindel, I do think they, they had a chance to maybe focus on other characters who missed out in the story as well, and they didn't. I, I agree with that as... As I said before, my main gripe being at the beginning of it, Liu Kang pulled Fujin aside to basically explain what he's going to do. I just feel like, okay, so did it have, in terms of like time travel, there are some really good time travel games, manga, anime, movies, blah, blah, blah. But then there's a lot of shit, especially with this for the fact that, so there is no new timeline or new 
they have to send Shang Tsung into the past to create the timeline in order for Liu Kang to move across to it. That's what they have to do. So basically, Fujin has to... Fujin knows this and has to fuck up along the way. But then why does he do some... I mean, he has to basically go, Kronika, can you not? But then also, can you do this? But how can... In, in that case, how can Liu Kang see that Shang Tsung having the crown will be the only way? If he knows that, why can't he... If that's the timeline he can see, why can't he go to that timeline? And if he can't see what happens in that timeline, but it needs to happen... Plot convenience. Yeah, it's basically bright writers. It's like it's like um, Superman and the Hulk. How strong do you need him to be? Uh, let's get this writer on it. That's that's what it is. It's just the writers control control the power. Anyway, before I tangent further on, uh, I just want to talk about a couple of things. First, let's talk about the characters uh, that you get with this uh, with with this aftermath DLC. Uh, we'll go one by one. We've gone through what we like about them within the story things and stuff like that. We've talked about stuff, but uh, let's start with... Actually, let's start with some more combo ones. Let's go with Fujin. So, as a, not in story, but as an actual character, as you played with him, how do you feel about him? What do you like or what don't you like about him? Not a lot. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's fun enough to play. He's He's got a lot of interesting tech going on, but... As you said, a lot of his moves, there's a lot of start-up. That whole wind crossbow thing is beyond it. I don't understand why he's got that. It's a bit strange. That's, um, that's from 4, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, that was his... Uh, I don't really remember enough yeah, of 4. But, four, yeah, that's from 4. That is an excellent reference. Yeah, in um, 4, yeah, that's the one thing I didn't want it back. Like, in 4, his weapon... He had, I believe in 4, well, his weapon was a crossbow in 4, and he just fought. In the, he had a sword, I don't know what sword, but I know he had a sword in the 3D era, but then in, um, mm. in Mortal Kombat 10 cinematic, he mm. had a staff. <laughs> then we got the next one, Shiva, so the female of the group. Yeah, the lovely... Shiva, um, series favourite. I know she was quite requested. Yeah, true. I mean, I saw a lot of people. It's one of those ones where I will say that it got the 50-50 kind of, because, I mean, the previous Shiva, of it's it's out of all the characters in terms of her physical look, she does look like her, fa her facial feature as well as body. Body's basically the same, really, but it was just the face is really different. Yeah, they've kind of... They're showing off. They did, did it with Sherlock Khan as well, didn't they? Where the show cans are showing that they're more. They've got a lot more dragon in them. Yeah. Than previously seen because uh, I know when um, Goro was first shown in like Mortal Kombat One and Shiva in Mortal Kombat Three, you could tell they weren't human, but did you couldn't really tell the minor details that. Made them look like dragons, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Or at least related to dragons. But if, I so mean, visually, I, yeah, great upgrade. I think it's good. The only thing I'll say is that uh, I like the fact that they made it where, like, the, before when you see them, and even in the Mortal Kombat 10 um, comics, like, the, the Shokan were, like, they were all massive. I like the way they've kind of made them, like, kind of macho human size with the forearms. And they've shown that Goro is much more of a freak. Like he's this like yeah. absolute brute. Like he's he's just 
him and his father, although his father wasn't shown too much outside of the comics. Um, him, anyway, Gora was massive. But with this new Shiva as well, I do like the look. Um, another grappler added to the roster. Yes. Well, the first proper grappler, really. I mean, I would say, I would say, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Jax has got grappling. I, I would call like him quite a rush. I mean, a lot of them really, let's be honest. Yeah, you can do variants, but a lot of them do have like rush down tendencies. Uh, Shiva is the closest there is to a pure grappler before that. It would have probably been Terminator. Yeah. Well, on the base roster, I'd still say Jax. I'd still stick to my Jax, then Terminator. But Shiva's like more pure. Like if you were to take out her fireball, she still has, you know, drag and drop. She still has the the, uh, the floor stomp that you can amplify into like a, a bigger stomp. And then you've got like the, all the moves, like the um, the queen one, and then like just other ones where she throws you about, smacks you on the floor. Bye. I enjoy her more than I thought, but I mean, it's the main things they still kept with her. Like she still has the drag and drop. She still has the. Um, the stomp and then she does have like the the what do you call it like pick you up and then left-handed like left-handed left side uh crush right side crush and then throw you away kind of thing like she had in the originals yeah well they kind of strayed too far really because she is quite a fan favorite uh neverround don't really tend to do a lot of grapplers i mean injustice only really had bane so maybe it's just not their kind of style, but Shiva's a good change of pace. Yeah, true. I mean, story-wise as well, we've already covered it, but um, it was nice to... It was good to give her, like, a little more outside of... You know, she she seemed more compassionate. It wasn't just, like, what you saw back in the day uh, was basically like, aha! I'm, you know, like, that's what her face really said, like, kind of just, like, a really all the time looking like i'm look at me i and and especially if you look at her in annihilation where i mean we i know we forget that but the fact that she's in that and the fact she still she looked like how she originally did now she's a bit i find her a bit more compassionate yeah they added a bit more to her character rather than just being a female goro didn't they really yeah which sadly is what what she was at one point she basically was they just wanted to fill their quota of a, another fit or fit of a female boss character i mean don't get me wrong that was pretty good but i felt like it was like shao khan and his different race mates you had male and female shokans you had the centaur you had the other shokan that was basically a fucking tiger um yeah uh but we got old after shiva is there anything else you want to throw in for the old the old shiva pool uh no I think that pretty much covers it. I am enjoying oh. Shiva's change of pace. Like I was going to say, I like her second fatality. That's my. Fa that's one of my favourite fatalities, like over the board now, where she just yeah. like you've seen the one where she like puts them upside down, stands on their head, and just rips their body off of their off their um, spinal cord. Oh uh, yeah, that's a lovely one. I, I've that she's. I've also done like her friendship, which is pretty cool. Like the little. Um, what do you call it? Like where you got all the glasses and you make a tune out of it with different levels of water, and then she's like, "Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's pretty cool." I love that. Which we'll get to in a minute, but we'll do the final character, which is uh, the man himself, uh, Alex Murphy, aka Robert Cop. Yes, that was uh, at Robert first. Cop. I was like, mm, uh, "All right, yeah, okay," but then when the, what we started seeing more gameplay, I was just like, "Yeah, I, yeah." 
He's 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 like everything. You got Peter. Uh, where I want to say Peter Welker. I feel stupid now because I could easily look it up. The actual like the actual voice, uh, the actual actor. Sorry, should I say for RoboCop? Peter Weller. Peter Weller. I thought it was, but then I keep on thinking it's wrong. Like, yeah. uh, oh, you're thinking of um. Oh, I'm forgetting his name now. Him from the Jam. Yeah, that's probably who I was thinking. Paul Weller. Of. Paul, Paul Weller. Yeah, that's the one. That's who I was thinking of. But so I didn't want to say Weller. But yeah, Peter Weller. Yeah, they got him, and he, and I know I know they have they have a voice thing over him, so it makes him sound like it from the movies. But I love they still got him. Yeah, that voice. Also for the fact that um, yeah, I bet people people who uh, people who played Deadshot uh, in Injustice Two are having a field day with him. Yeah, possibly. Uh, no, there's actually people I know that main dead, sh- uh, dead, sh- uh, blah, 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 dead shot, dead shot. Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, uh, who are like, yeah, basically, it's the, he's he's so similar. Uh, that's how he's gonna be so annoying because he's got some really good close up things like dead shot, but it's mostly about stay away and just absolutely zone the shit out of your opponent. Jesus. And, yeah. yeah, he plays, yeah, that's how he plays. So, like, when you get close, you can mm-hmm. riot shield to push him back. Um, he's got the um, the gunshot uh, where you can actually walk backwards and you can amplify it so you could just get a bit... So he puts the gun away or you could just shoot anyway. Uh, then you've got his um, big old massive assault rifle, um, like his sniper assault rifle, fucking massive bullet. Keeps, he, keeps them back. And... Cool. Um, his uh, his original brutality uh, is actually I did it the other day, and his original brutality is actually when Alex Murphy dies, like how he gets shot to yeah. shit, then his hand blown off, and then his like brain blown off. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, I just wasn't into Rob Robocop the character at all. Cannot gel with him. I if I want to play, if I do want to actually play zoning because i'm more of a i i play more rushdown characters but i do have like mixes so with like nightwolf he's like my main one where i kind of play a little bit of zoning with his arrows uh and also the charge like rhino charge uh and amplify it to keep them back but he's kind of like mid-ground game really he's not like a pure zoner whereas robocop is absolute zoning laws like he's He's at one end, and he's just like, yeah, there's no chance. I'm just, you're going to stay at the other end. Mm, uh, like, like I say, I've, I've done two of his towers, and um, I just could not, for the life of me, get into playing as him. So it's he's not one I'm going to be spending a lot of time with. I think the Terminator was a better guest character in Spawn as well. I think possibly it might be that I don't have that much of a nostalgia for RoboCop. I mean, I love the film, but when they announced him, I did. I wasn't like, "This is amazing." It was kind of, eh, it's RoboCop. I would have much preferred the heavily rumored Dash Williams, but that's a subject for another day. Yeah, well, I was I was gonna throw that out later, just saying that um, the, yeah, it it's it, that date has been taken out of a new data leak. Um, like any, they they put it in and then they take it all out again. So that's uh, that's that's not looking good unless they're throwing another red herring. But who knows? Um, 
I wanted to say on what you were talking about, I'm actually the opposite. I'm very nostalgic for Robocop and Terminator, but Terminator has gone to shit for the longest time. And especially for the fact that he was only... I mean, yeah, he was put in because they were like Terminator as a side. That sounds awesome. But the fact that number one, it's the Dark Fate Terminator. I've seen bits, so I don't want to talk about it, but my friend who is a, like sci-fi movies and terminate especially is his thing he was said that he he's just like he, he's literally like if they announce another terminator movie he's gonna absolutely cry because it's just there's nothing there's nothing good coming out and i personally thought terminator as a dlc character he's the only dlc character i've been disappointed with playing and looks wise and also his like costumes and everything i just i don't it's with me i don't gel I, originally i played him for a bit but he, yeah like you said with robocop it's the opposite but he didn't gel with me for terminator um another thing i want to add as i've got it here with robocop so quite quite something interesting that someone found out so he's got a brutality um where he does a nut shot and when you do it to a guy he pulls the gun down and shoots him in the nuts if you do it to a female character he pulls the gun down to their crotch then he p- picks it back up and, and shoots their brain out yeah, yeah, I've seen that clip uh, floating around Twitter. It's quite, uh, it's quite unique. Like they threw that in, um, uh, but yeah, I mean that's RoboCop. I that's well, that's the three DLC characters. Uh, a nice little mix. I mean, it, it is as in the uh, data mining. Of course, data mining normally a lot of stuff comes out. It's the same data miner who did it for the. Um, the combat pack one and got like all the characters right and some data stuff there's some stuff in it that they're saying as well she wants to touch on which was stuff like um data that had been previously deleted before like cyrex uh, and sector have a character select screen portrait sector has an ending chronica has an ending ash williams's information has been deleted off it few more stages and a combat pass too and and uh, free like you know initial data is in there just to kind of place market, um, place matter rather. Um, I just want to say with the aftermath being out, looking forward, if there was another combat pass to come out, just wanted to say before we get to the patches for this, what are like some guests? I mean, you don't have to do like a full list, but what are just some guests or characters you'd like to do? Like one if one or two you'd like to see come back. Um, I'd like Striker, um, Tremor, and Onaga as MK characters, because I would love to see what they do with him uh, in the MK11 style. And for a guest, if I couldn't have Ash Williams, um, quite a tough one. Uh, Possibly, um, John Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah, in the Luigi suit. <laughs> yeah, in his brutality can be when he kicked Carlito down the stairs from. In oh no, he didn't. He shot him on the train. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> He's like, bites. <laughs> yeah, he can just shoot someone as they get on the train. Um, bites an apple. No, a uh, guest character. I would like someone from. Killer Instinct, maybe. I think that'd be a really interesting crossover and one that'd be quite receptive. Maybe like Fulgore or Jago. I think Ful, yeah, like 
I mean, Fulgore would probably be the best for him being the most iconic character. Oh yeah, yeah. Full. It would be like probably Fulgo, considering that a lot of the, um, a lot of the like covers or like art you see, he's always quite prominent in it. Uh, if yeah. not, if not, old what's his face, Spinal thingy, whatever his name is. I always yeah, call... Spinal <coughs> or Riptor. Yeah, Riptor. Um, I I would like to see if we're going for Mortal Kombat. Okay, so. I have one that I would like to... There's one I'd like to see as a character, which is Reiko, but I want Reiko done, like, over... Um, still have some iconic stuff from Mortal Kombat 4. His look from the Mortal Kombat 10 comics, but then a little bit of overhaul in his moveset. Um, I still find it funny, because Reiko, as a name, is a feat, is like a... Is, is more of a... Well, it would be... If you knew someone called Reiko in Japan, it's a female-only name. Um, so that, that was quite funny. Um... I am surprised he's never turned up with how how they kept mentioning the Reiko Accords in the Mortal Kombat 10 game. And the cop pretty much was that entire story. Havoc could be a good one as well. I'd love to see Havoc. That's that's what's going to be my second one. In general, Havoc, he was mentioned in Aftermath, the story. When they sent off Gyrus, and he's like, where's Gyrus? He's like, I sent him to the Chaos Realm. He uh, Havoc can have fun with him. Uh, That's the one I want to see, because he is a contortionist, so you've got some really cool animations you can do. Um, Yeah, You could bring him back, have a unique-looking mace. uh, Or just Havoc in general. So we've got Havoc and Reiko are two um, that I'd really love to see if I were to just throw it two. With a guest... um, there's like we've had loads of guests come through but i don't know like people want to have i mean if it were to be like another horror one i i want to see something where you you could make a, like some people like oh throw in his character like michael myers michael myers would just walk towards them and stab them i want to see something that you can make a really interesting um like a really interesting whole move set out of, and especially with different variations. Uh, I mean, Ash Williams would be the best one, but if not, then it would be something. Um, I don't know. Def- definitely something. F- like the closest thing I wanted was Spawn. Spawn was like the main thing, and then when he was like yeah. announced, I was like, yes, because that was the that Ooh. was the one. Uh, oh, I've got one. I've got one. <gasps> Tell me. I can't remember what his actual human name is now, but the darkness. I think the what? darkness would be really what, good. from the game, the, the darkness, <laughs> or yeah, um, the... <laughs> or, or um, Justin. I believe in a big yeah. old laugh. Just like burst your eardrums. Jackie Estacado. That's the one. Uh, yeah. With his darkness powers, especially when the darkness powers talk to him. Yeah, you could have it like. He could buff himself where he'd be stronger and he, he like shoots out the lights or does something to block out the sun and that gives him like a different move set or makes him stronger. I think that'd be really good and it'd really set with the theme of Mortal Kombat because he's not, not shy a bit shy away from a little bit of the claret. Oh no he won't. He's he'll he'll, he'll get that she's she's done, she's nizzle done. I um there were like so many like I mean you could throw in Candyman for the Moo movie coming out, but I don't know what he's gonna look like. He could have a decent 
you know, he would be quite like mid range where you could throw out bees. You could have like, you know, fatalities with bees. You could do basically he would be like D Devorah if Devorah was a good character. Oh, or the Devorah. Uh, all, all those two people that use Devorah getting absolutely mad at me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, f I just I like I'm glad she wasn't in this story. I just I are people there are people mad at her because she killed Melina, which is stupid because it's a game. But in terms of was like. In... Oh, she wasn't in Aftermath, was she? We can say she was in no. the main story, though, wasn't she? Yeah, she's in the main. No, she was in the main story of Ten Melina, but she dies. Yeah, I was on about Melina. I was on about the other one, Devorah. Oh, Devorah. Yeah, yeah. Devorah was in Aftermath. Devorah was in uh, the main story with her little. Yes, we will do something, and it's like, yes, I know you're like a fat yeah. little bug in a woman's suit. I quite like Devorah as a character. I like her as a character, but I just. Like I, uh, move, her moves are so boring. The only thing I like about her is that fatality where she pukes in, pukes bugs, and then you turn into a giant bug and your head rips apart. That was cool. How she killed Melina. <laughs> yeah, and Melina went, "Oh no, I'm very like why? What? What's? I mean, it's you're you're decent, but I don't know. Just people moaning on Twitter to Ed Boon. Ed Boon's just like, how about <laughs> we we just don't put you in." Which is fair game, yeah. uh, but no. Seriously, going on to the patches now. Um, so I know we left this till last. It sounds weird to leave it right at the end. The main reason is because this was going to be quite a lot with it, um, because I've got all the lists here of what came up. So, I mean, a lot of it is that it's um, uh, they've changed stuff. Like for example, for example, it's like a lot of move sets are all down and front punch attacks can be both high and low parried. They've had quite a lot of differences where specific like um boxes for high and low can be parried or blocked differently from the main game which changed up quite a bit yeah um they had like of course we got the armor breaks where you have a specific a specific special move it's only tied to that specific move so there's not like a list for each variant where one move would be an armor breaking move you would have to specifically have that move to in order to fall to push on an armor break onto the opponent nice little addition there i'm not gonna lie it was pretty good um of course they as they always do in uh, patches they add in new brutalities to find out uh, which I'm still kind of interesting. Of course, the main big thing being that we get friendships, which is nice because you hadn't seen it for a while. And I think out of everything, it was the the best ones were always fatalities, obviously. Then friendships, Bruta new brutalities are really like like not the old ones where it's just and then they explode into like twenty skulls and fifteen rib cages. It was. Yeah. It's. I like the new ones where it's how you finish them off. It's very quick and done. Um, friendships I like as well. But then we had like animalities were just like absolute shit. It was like, oh look, Scorpio. What's he going to turn into a Scott or oh, polar bear? Well done there. <laughs> um, but no, other stuff as well was pretty cool because um, there's only one thing. Because I don't know if you get this, but I this happened in this patch. Never happened. It happened before. They fixed it and it's come back again. When you perform a fatality. It's mostly fatalities. There'll be like a sound cutout, so it'll be like um, you do it. And it's like fatality. Uh, I've not noticed it, but I don't do that many fatalities when I play online, and um, oh, yeah. it's mostly been brutalities because of how quick they are. Yeah, no, I, I'm only uh, doing it for uh, well when I play offline. Sorry, I just like if I'm doing towers and I'm just um, unlocking seconds for the new characters or if i'm just like re-watching some oldies or showing people some fatalities that 
that know of Mortal Kombat and know it's gory but don't know what exactly it is. I'm like, check this out. Rip guts, blood, and they're like, oh. They're like, hey, puppy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, online stability improvements. Added menu option to request a non-ranked set with an opponent at the end of a ranked set. Uh, which is kind of cool in a way, but I mean, yeah. mostly if you're going into ranked, you're going to be staying in ranked. But if there is someone you had a really good set with, then make friends, go go into a bit of a casual setting. That'd be uh, pretty yeah, good, really. Uh, some of the other mm -hmm. ones, general gameplay ones as well, added several new. Oh, no, we've done that. Breakaway brutality now includes a less of armor break, so you can learn which ones uh, indeed do that. Um, other issues that could cause practice mode custom get up reversal playback to not come out on the first possible frame of course they've finally unlocked the third augment uh, and they've given us yeah. uh, Jinsei, Jinsei augments um, Jinsei essence augments should I say which can be socketed into a gear's third augment slot and have powerful gameplay abilities uh, and they no longer require a specific gear slot but require a matching augment socket type i mean it's not a massive big thing but i mean for the fact that we had two and in the third one saying like coming soon basically uh we had that mm -hmm. uh they fix like you know there's there's so much i won't go into specifically with like specific characters that we both don't use but one yeah that... for the interest of time and yeah, yeah exactly just because oh, you don't want to go through like every single thing uh there's just some things that i found interesting with like characters that i use and i can read out the ones for ones uh that you use of course coat of Kana. look coat of Kana's got quite a few because i as as i said before i used to use Colt Kana a lot um They've they've given him a few kind of buffs where his um, his air pounce uh, recovers five frames faster on block. Uh, well, the air one does, um, which I used to use quite a lot. You would jump back and then do it because you then jump back to get out of anything and then push a pounce on them to push them back. Um, then he's got uh, the fatal blow has damage scaling on the final hit, resulting in 330 total damage. Um, that's only up by one really so that's not really much of a change but i will go through my boy which i'm trying to find because it's not in alphabetical order brilliant yeah just just the way oh shell card though shell card if, if you look it's all the people that i mentioned shang sung has just got everything especially fixed issues it's a fixed visual issue which uh, could cause clipping when teleslam amplified crushing blows performing collector so you'd be inside him wink wink oh uh yeah night wolves where i want to be <laughs> that's my mama <laughs> <laughs> uh we've got yeah night wolves uh, tomahawk swing uh, now breaks armor so that's an unbreaking move has an alternate crushing blow condition uh, which is breaks armor <laughs> uh raises edge he picks them up puts them on his back and he's like oh drops them on his head uh it, that basically now has five more block stun frames with increased block pushback Mwah. um Spirit Tracks, which is what I use Rhino Charge, but Spirit Tracks is the other version. Uh, when you've got Spirits of Hana, which is the bird buff, uh, is active, you get 10 invulnerability in vun in rounds up from 4. And uh, also, if you've got the Ancestral, and I said Ancestral, Ancestral Hunter ability equipped, now has 9 startup frames down from 13. Not bad. So, um, Not bad at all. he's got some really nice ones. Uh, anything you want to know specifically about a character, an older character that has, has some edits? Um, to be honest, I'm good. I'm going to figure it out as I go along. And as I say, for the interest of time and entertainment, I don't think we should 
sit here rattling off yeah. the patch list for every character. But oh, uh, no. the ones you mentioned show the dif differences. Yeah, well, like there's, there's, there's so many. Yeah, there's. I mean, I wasn't going to go off anything. It's just some of the ones that were kind of nicer. I mean, it's probably people that know a lot more than we do or know a lot less that would be like, I'll, I'll find out or I just play it because adding frame data for me is like t is like teaching the bird to swim. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, but uh, no. Oh, so right at the end, what I'll say is final thoughts aftermath everything everything that's included in that 32.99 is do you feel or, or as a whole as like a for those that haven't purchased it as a whole collector's package of what everything that's out now what do you feel do you feel it's worth the money i think aftermath as a whole is a really good way of getting a lot more interest back into mortal kombat 11. the pricing i think is a bit shaky because realistically everything else is patched and you're just paying for three characters and a story the story is about two hours and characters uh i can't remember individual pricing on them but they're usually about five six pounds so i do yeah. think you're paying a little bit more but aftermath as a whole has been a good move for mortal kombat 11. it'd be a shame if it's the last thing to do with it i would like to see them maybe do another one or two combat passes before they jump onto the inevitable that is Injustice 3. Well, but they've got another game, haven't they? Yeah, but I believe, I believe so, but until anything's concrete. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it would be good to see Mortal Kombat 11 ride it out a little bit more. I mean, it's great to see that it's managed to end up back in EVO. It shouldn't have been taken from evo in the start so yeah that's yeah um long may it continue hopefully it isn't just a kind of last minute way of getting a bit of cash out of everyone before they announce bats vs soups take free <laughs> take free i i i wholeheartedly agree um i as i've, I've said again as i've previously stated i I got it as it is, so I got the ultimate version, then I got Aftermath. So, uh, as I said, I'm quite surprised with how long the story is. Yes, it is about two. You can get it out in, like, two, two and a half hours. Um, the, it's it's easy to go through. Like, it's the AI is very dumb. You can get through it very quick. That with the free... If you're not bothered about the story, then they don't really have the free characters separate. Uh, well, at, at the moment, not not at the moment anyway. They haven't said anything about that. But still, as a whole, yes, you're paying up a shit ton, even if you had the previous and then you got the combat pack uh, separate. As a whole, if you have not get it, got it and you're thinking, do I want to get that and combat pack one? Do I want to get the whole thing? It, it's, it's like, what, an extra 10, 20 quid or whatever for, you know, the extra content um get the whole thing it's worth it the new three characters are fun even if you're not a big fan of it you still got the story if not you still got like, other things that you'll be able to find out in the whole pack again i'm the same as i got i'm really looking forward to seeing and hoping that they do have a combat pass too i mean thinking of it in a business expenditure as well as like you said it being an evo and a lot of it because of aftermath getting a lot a lot more people playing online as well as just the game in general 
I personally would be able to see a combat pass two coming, but what with the lockdown and all at the moment, uh, you know, it's obviously they if, even if they go, hey guys, we're, we're, it's planning for like next year. I mean, they did say they're planning over three years, but the the three years isn't from when it's it's normally from when it's released, isn't it? Like if it was yeah. 2019 2020 2021 it's not from the three years from them so 2020 2021 2022 so people are worried oh next year is gonna be like the final year they're gonna do anything and then that's all she wrote but i see a combat pass 2 coming up and if the data mining things are indeed correct and they're not kind of like red herrings combat pass, combat blah, combat pass 3 as long as they put in at least like you know calm down a bit on weird guests and kind of throw us a bit more um nice small combat characters then yeah yes. yeah something a little bit more horror a bit a bit more in line with the mortal Kombat theme yeah gory horror you know ashley williams would have been the perfect yeah but him and his army of darkness him and his army because it was wasn't it it was the army of darkness one they were saying throughout all the leaks in quotation that would have been that would have been the the best one it, either that or the ash vs evil dead series one where he's kind of like out of shape but yeah what well, it looks like a dead by daylight yeah that would have been cool but i you know just want to say at the very we'll end see. period py pyramid head um kind of funky bit weird but otherwise mm. thank you for tuning in uh you can tune out now bye <laughs> just ended it <laughs> bye bye <laughs>